Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and we are talking to Deepak Chokra today. He is taking time out of his very busy schedule to sit down with us and talk about his beautiful new book. It is called The Thirteenth Disciple. And as we all know, Deepak Chokra is the founder of the Chopra Center for Wellbeing in Carlsbad, California, where he resides and is acknowledged as one of the master teachers of Eastern philosophy in the Western world. He is the best-selling author of more than 55 books that have been translated into over 35 languages, and both his fiction and nonfiction works have appeared in every best-selling list in America. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes. It's, it's lovely to have you. So I just want to know, what inspires you to write more than 55 books? I'm always exploring insights that I have in my periods of silence, which I have a lot of. You know, I practice a lot of uh, uh, what I would call uh, self-awareness exercises and meditation, contemplation, uh, self-reflection, and ideas come, and I feel like sharing them, that's all. Wow. Well, um, this book is so beautiful, I don't want to put it down. I don't want to finish reading it, actually. Um, In fact, I want to go back. (laughs) I want to go back and read some more of it before I continue on because I'm getting close to the end and I'm kind of sad about that and I don't want that to happen. It's it's really quite. Oh yes, you did a wonderful job. I'm sure you must feel really good about this project. I am. You know, I've written previously. uh, You know, at least ten titles uh, that have the word God in them in one way or another because, you know, God is um, a spiritual experience that constantly keeps evolving. I've done two previous books, one fiction and one nonfiction, <clears throat> on Jesus and the time of the New Testament. And it occurred to me I'd never really emphasized the feminine aspect of the divine. So this was, uh, this was an opportunity for me to explore the feminine aspects of the divine as understood in the New Testament. Uh, Beauty, intuition, nurturing, affection, gratitude, forgiveness, um, creativity. Uh, These are aspects of our consciousness that are connected to a larger consciousness. Very frequently in theology and religion, we focus only on uh, basically the rules and regulations of uh, what we think is correct moral behavior. Of course, that is important, but there is always, always in religion the idea of sin and punishment and guilt and shame, and never this beautiful idea of um, the essence of truth, goodness, beauty, uh, and uniqueness that lies at the heart of every human being. As I said, these are feminine aspects um, of our consciousness, and they are there in every theological 
uh, work. They're there in also every religion, but we've had a patriarchal culture, and so that, that these aspects of our own consciousness have not been given due attention. So through a work like this, the 13th Disciple, I had the opportunity through the characters, particularly uh, particularly Mark, as yeah, you know, in the book, right. and uh, to explore this aspect of the divine feminine. Yeah, and, and for our listeners, you know, you beautifully weave together historical narrative, mystery, exciting adventure, and intrigue in this masterful told novel that reveals surprising discoveries about the unknown last disciple of Christ and a new understanding of who Jesus was in his final days. Um, I'm sure that was kind of interesting for you, just even researching, because the way you write is so beautiful. My favorite book that you wrote that I I haven't read all 55 of your books, by the way, Deepak, but um, was a spontaneous fulfillment of desires. I loved that book. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of a nonfiction, you're welcome, I'm kind of a a nonfiction girl, so to be wowed by a fiction book um, is a big deal for me, and and that's why I'm gushing over uh, The 13th Disciple, because it's so beautiful. And I was just curious, you're welcome, what prompted you to write a novel that um, includes Catholic history and Catholicism? Well, first of all, I was brought up by Irish Christian. Really? Uh, Catholic missionaries, and oh, you'll wow. see that um, this has an Irish flavor to it all along. The, the Mar is American Irish, as you can see. So uh, I went to an Irish school as well, so I was very familiar with all of uh, Catholic uh, theology. I grew up with it. Wow. Uh, secondly, in India, there is a great uh, lore of uh, Christ. Uh, being uh, Jesus being an Eastern mystic, and there's a different version of uh, of the um, of the life of Jesus as seen in some of the Indian uh, traditions, and also the Gospel according to according to Thomas, uh, which is an apocryphal gospel in the West, but actually pretty popular in Eastern traditions. So there are lots of very interesting stories around that, legends, myths, and I was familiar with all of them, so I always wanted to write this this novel. Well, I mean, that makes a lot of sense knowing that. That wasn't my original assessment mm-hmm. of your history, and it makes sense because the yeah. De- yeah, really, the details in the in this book are mm-hmm. profound. You, you know, they're so beautiful, <laughs> As, as the reader goes through pages, it's like a movie just comes up in your mind and you're walking in the story. It's really quite gorgeous. I, I hope, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you feel lovely about the work, but I, I think that you are going to be... I do. I feel lovely <laughs> about the feedback. This is the, this is the first feedback I'm getting, Aww. by the way. So, so, oh, well, I feel honored so to be So far, able. we haven't... <laughs> right, because, well, you know, it's... it's um, It'll be released um, very soon, and so then people can start to find it on, right. on the shelves and read all the beautiful things about the book. It's really quite lovely. You're also going to be in Seattle on April 10th. Yeah. You're going to be at the Center for Spiritual Living. Yeah. You're going to be teaching a workshop on the future of well-being with, of course, Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Um, how exciting for, for that. It's been a while since you've been in Seattle. 
been a while, and the future well-being, uh, I, the way I talk about it, is not just physical, emotional, uh, spiritual well-being, which are very important, but what we're learning now uh, about social well-being and community well-being, and also well-being in the workplace, purpose-driven well-being, career well-being, how that relates to how we grow old, and how that relates to things like uh, uh, social conflict, uh, violence in society, the quality of leadership, even traffic accidents and hospital admissions mm. are linked directly and indirectly to our personal and social well-being. So I will explore all of that, and then I'll go again deeper into uh, the evolution of our own spirituality in terms of a deeper understanding of the divine. So wow. It, it's, that's where we are. It mm. sounds amazing. I think we're all in for a treat. I saw you, I don't know if it was the last time you were in Seattle, but at Third Place Books, several years ago when you were doing a book tour, and it was lovely to hear you speak, and I'm looking forward to hearing you speak again in April. And and that event... Well, I look forward to it. Oh, and that event is also put on with um, East West Bookshop, so they collaborate together... Yeah. Um, supporting the Seattle community with great events like Deepak Chopra, which is quite lovely. So are you gearing up for a big book signing tour with your newest novel? Uh, I am going to be touring, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. At the moment, actually, I'm touring uh, for PBS, um, uh, public broadcasting, I should say. Right. Uh, because not all stations are PBS, and... Uh, the subject is about spiritual well-being. I'm talking about the last book, The Future of God. Wow. Oh, that just sounds beautiful. We just so appreciate all the work that you do in the world. As many people know, Deepak Chokra is a superstar in the world of spirituality and religion with a network that is unparalleled. He has over 1.5 million Facebook fans and 2.1 million Twitter followers. So you're a very busy man. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and and we thank you. I'm not busy. I think my mind and my body are busy. Yeah. Well, clearly with over 55 <laughs> books, you've got a busy mind creating beautiful characters and themes and storylines that are um, really do draw the reader in and allow them to have a deep experience within themselves that I think um, could create a lot of internal um, joy and celebration. So I, I truly appreciate all the work you do thank in the world. You. Thank you, and we wish you the thank best you. of luck, and thank you for coming in and having um, time with us today. Yeah, no, thanks. I look forward to being in Seattle. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again, Deepak, and um, yeah. joyful travels. Thank you. thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh, that was extremely fun, and, of course, kind of a short interview, but extremely fun that he took time out of his day to come chat with us about his time here in Such Seattle. Such an opportunity. Right. With a lot that of man. fun. Yeah. I mean, really, there's so much in and around him, and now yeah. you're involved as well. Aww. I think it's just super Teeny cool. Teeny bit of uh, well, hey. joyful connection. Yeah, it was well, a lot of can. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We will be right back. Visit the beautiful island of Cortez in British Columbia and attend Perception is Everything, a weekend workshop beginning June 29th and discover a feel knowing that everything in the universe is made up of some atomic particles. 
All particles respond to our perception, and each of us has the power to change our perception, hence moving particles and literally changing personal outcomes. For more information about this weekend workshop, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. Hi, my name's Travis, and I'm your host of the Create the Life You Want show, airing Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we will explore our collective experiences and dive deep into all aspects of our being. Every show will provide topics, insight, guidance, and techniques designed to empower your life. I'll be taking calls, answering questions, and using my psychic insight to provide you with opportunities to access your own unique abilities to create abundance in your life right now. It's all about you on the Create the Life You Want show. Join me Saturdays at 1 on Alternative Talk 1150. Do you have an extra dollar per month to spare? There's probably one in your wallet, cup holder, or couch right now. So why not use it to make the world a better place? Dollarpermonth.org lets you do just that by making giving back fun, easy, and trustworthy. Dollarpermonth.org empowers people to create real change the world today by supporting causes impacting all of us. Global health care, wildlife preservation, the environment, clean water, pick one. Dollarpermonth.org gives you a say in where your donations are distributed, all while running with as minimal overhead as possible. You see, every month, dollarpermonth.org hosts three new charities who have a proven track record for actually making a difference in the world and for being responsible with their own donor contributions. You can always trust where your donations are going through dollarpermonth.org. Giving back has never been easier. You sign up through the community for as little as $1 per month or more. Through the dollarpermonth.org community, you can be responsible for hundreds or even thousands of dollars in support of the best and most responsible charities in the world today. Together, we can change the world. So go to dollarpermonth.org today and see what your dollar can do. Please join Marie Manucherry on June 19th in New York at the Omega Institute and discover how your energy system directly affects your organs and learn how to effectively communicate with those organs to self-heal. Through guided meditation, intuitive readings, and hands-on exercises, you come to understand the relationship between energy and health. For more information, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. You're listening to the refreshingly different Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Of course, we are live here in Seattle, and we just had the joyful blessing of having Deepak on the show, talking to us about his wonderful workshop that will be here in Seattle, and of course, his lovely book, The 13th Disciple. It's really a great book. I highly, highly recommend it. I have enjoyed reading it. Again, like I said, I didn't want to finish reading it, but I had to eventually. You know, I have other books I have to read. And, you know, we're giving away a pair of tickets to his beautiful um, workshop at the Center for Spiritual Living, The Future of Well-Being. And we just found out that this workshop is sold out. As of recent. Yeah. Sold I mean, out. like, so wow. We're one of few that have a pair. We have a pair of tickets we're going to give away. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to give it away to our fourth caller. Right. So um, we'll let them know. We'll let them know. And, and I'm going to be taking calls for the rest of the mm-hmm. show and doing readings and uh, all of those good things. This weekend, I will be teaching a Reiki workshop um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We still have a few spaces left. If you're interested, it'll be at the Hyatt House in Redmond. Um, and you'll be attuned to all levels of Reiki, including the master um, level, which is lovely, allows you to teach and attune other people. 
Um, so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. And if you'd like to join us or just tuning in, of course, you just heard uh, Deepak Chopra interview. And then uh, if you give us a call. 877-825-8828 is the number. And we'll get a reading on with you. And Marie, Christy Evans from San Jose is joining us. So, Christy, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, friends. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm super grateful. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. So thank you. Thank you. The reason I'm calling is just, some, some support. I lost some, uh, or it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony and transitioning and uh, passing of my sweet, beloved 14 and a half year old Weimariner. His name was Tide, and I miss him dearly. I trust and know he's doing well. I'm going through this beautiful grieving process. It just comes in these organic ways of like they just floods in and, it, and then it kind of recedes and I'm like, oh, I'm good. And then it hits again. And it's just a normal healing process. But um, I'm just loving and looking for just some of this energetic universal support to know he's well, to know like, you know, how to best serve my body. I'm also pregnant. And so to um, protect the baby at the same time as the grieving and and just any insights you might have into my into my world. Sure, and congratulations on your pregnancy. How exciting you. for you! Thank and you. And you're welcome. And of course, I'm sorry about your little pooch crossing uh, over. But you know, yeah. your your baby already knew this was going to happen because you know your baby was. And, and really, I believe that the the biggest part of the soul that incarnates doesn't actually jump in until delivery. Uh, okay. Unless the soul is really wanting to be awake in the womb, which is a choice. But a lot of beings just like, hey, I'm going to be hanging out on the other side while my physical body goes through gestation in the womb. <laughs> you know, okay. so, yeah. so when we're on the other side, we can see the earth plane really, really well. And um, we can see what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, all kinds of things that are occurring. And so your baby already knew the dog was going to die before it, you know, uh, when it okay. chose to be your child, which was about four years ago, it said, oh, I want to incarnate and, oh, this is the parental unit that I want and I'll pick this unit over here. So your baby already knows, so you don't have to worry about protecting the baby. Okay. And like Thank I said, you. you're welcome. Most of its soul hasn't jumped into the womb yet. It will at birth when it gets grounded. And of course, your dog's really fine. Of course, you know, animals don't have issues with death like we do. Um, in fact, I've talked to a lot of animals who were ill and getting close to passing many, many times. And they actually even like that we euthanize them when it's their time to grow. That might be the wrong term for letting go. But when we let them go um, because they're old or sick, they think that that's healthy. They wonder why we don't do that to each other. Right. <laughs> I often right. hear them saying, um, so-and-so was struggling for years and years and years, was really sick and not happy and didn't want to be in their body. Why didn't you guys, you know, I hear them say this all the time. So the yeah. animals are just fine. And I love that you're grieving before you give birth because when we have an opportunity to grieve, you know, like losing someone, we're actually grieving a lot of stuff, not just the doggy, but all mm. kinds of stuff. So it's an actually really healthy thing for you prior to giving birth and, you know, starting this brand new life that you're going to have with your child. Um, I think it's excellent. I think it's really amazing and fantastic. A, a healthy, healthy experience for you. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, Good. and, and notice how, uh, even though I said that you, and you said, okay, you actually are not really believing me. 
no, no, no. I, I, my brain is processing it. I'm like writing stuff at the same okay. time. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, you don't have that. to apologize at all. Yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, yeah, you want to sit with that whole idea about, oh, this is healthy because you were worried that it wasn't good for you or it could be unhealthy for the baby. But actually, right. it's really healthy for you to release stagnation and sorrow and pain out of your body, not just about the dog, because when we start grieving, we grieve about all kinds of stuff, even pre previous lifetime experiences. Mm. So this is probably your child went, oh, and I want to pick this parental unit that's the mother's going to have some grief experience before I drop in. Excellent. Her body will be really clean emotionally. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you have a very smart, very aware child coming into your life. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. And have okay. a gorgeous, gorgeous day in San Jose. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. Well, if you'd like to join us again on the Marie Manu Cherry Radio Show, she is taking your calls, 877-825-8828. Really no topic for discussion today. It's yeah. all about you anyways. That's the listener, <laughs> not just us. Just right. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'd love to have you. Always about our listener, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to know. And we're giving away a pair of tickets to the uh, Future of Well-Being, mm-hmm. which will be at the Center for Spiritual Living. Um, and this event is now sold out crazy. So who do we have next on the yep, line? Yep, and that'll be to the fourth caller. We will let them know when they enter the system. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, so <laughs> dial in now before, uh, before right. you lose the opportunity for those pair of tickets to Deepak Chopra's event. Uh, Cami from Bellingham is joining us. Cami, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Hi, Cami. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thank you for asking. Good. Um, well, I'm I'm just working hard to build a sense of self-confidence as it relates to my ability to both bring abundance into my life and to interacting with the people in my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm struggling to really stand in my own authority. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering what I'm missing in my therapeutic work. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> congratulations. I think that's a huge undertaking. It it's, it's a lot of responsibility. It happens or, you know, is a part of our experience when we are healing ourselves. It's a big Mm -hmm. deal. It's a really big deal. I think self-love has a lot to do with confidence. Mm -hmm. And in fact, whenever I'm about to do something that really pushes my self-esteem and makes me feel insecure and uncomfortable, I actually start telling myself that I'm safe. Whenever I think about the event or whatever's going on, I'll tell myself, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. And once I get to a place where I feel calm from just repeating internally, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I start to tell myself that I love myself. And I start, Mm. you know, whether I do it out loud or inside my being, I blow myself kisses. Mm-hmm. I wink at me sometimes in the mirror. <laughs> I'm just very loving and adoring, just like I would be to one of my children. Mm. If they were having a similar experience in their life, I would be cuddling them and, and cheering them on. So mm-hmm. start becoming your own best cheerleader. I think that's mm-hmm. super important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So you're on the right track, you know, mm-hmm. building this confidence and this self-esteem. I think part of the issue that's been in some of your relationships is you have the ability to be very, very gray. When you look at a problem, you can see all sides of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and that's a gift, by the way. That's an incredible mm-hmm. gift. What you tend to forget is that you are typically, and this is why some of your relationships really need to change, you're typically more aware and more conscious than the people in your life. Mm-hmm. And And so your idea may not fly with them. Because they don't have the awareness that you do. But that doesn't mean that you should compromise and pull back your idea just because they can't see the beauty in it. It means that you're hanging out with people or you've aligned with individuals who are not as conscious as you are. Mm. So you need to keep that in mind so you don't overcompromise. 
Okay. And and also, you know, maintain the confidence that you do know what's in the best interest of all involved because your consciousness is at a higher level. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course work on creating relationships with people who are in the same vibrational pattern that you're in. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. And have a gorgeous yeah. day in Bellingham. I'm sure it's beautiful up there right now. Thanks. It is. Yeah. Yay. Thanks. You too. Okay. All right. Thank you. Whew, another satisfied customer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm a satisfied cu- customer. customer too, I love right? yeah. being on the air. I love talking to our callers and I love interviewing people and, and hanging out with you, Benny. It's oh, just a, a joy being here. Back at you. Okay. We have a giant hug. One we size fits all. We have a giant hug. Yeah, one, one size oh, fits I all. Like you like that? that right. Yeah, okay. I like that a lot. Who do we have next? We'll take Lisa joining us in from uh, Virginia. So Lisa, right. uh, sounds like she's not sleeping on a little oh. bit of a right knee issue. So let's check oh. it out. Lisa. Hi, that's exactly right. I'm having a really hard time sleeping. <sighs> and I'm even taking medication to sleep and it's it's hardly working. Oh, I hate that. But I'm really happy that you're taking something because, you know, a lack of sleep is very unhealthy. Did you know that? Right. Yeah, it's really hard on the body. Do you mind me asking your age? No, um, I'm 47. Okay, so you're young. But Yeah, I've had these sleeping issues for a while. How long? Oh, gosh, um, probably like 20 years. But oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not going to be hormonally related, right? Um, I mean, it could be. By now, it could be potentially right. moving to some hormone shifts. Um, however, what I think is happening now that I know um, that it's been going on for 20 years is that you don't know how to quiet down your mind. Would you say that's true? Yes. Yeah. So your mind is just, you know, and you're trying to sleep and then it, you rest for a second and then it just jumps back on and tells you a whole another story and then you're trying to process through it. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't even like the whole in-between stage of, like, I just like to be out. <laughs> but you know what I mean in terms of your brain's on a lot? Yes. Yeah. So I would look for the, you know, it would be great. Have you seen a naturopath before? No. Because I, and of course you could go into a health food store. There are some amino acids that actually help us to calm down our nervous system. Oh, I've tried like all that stuff. You have. And the it GABA, still doesn't work. the melatonin, yeah, the melatonin. tryptophan. There's another one. Um, it starts with a T. I can't remember. Tryptophan. No, it's not that one. It's another oh. one. Yeah, it's a, it's another amino acid. It's a T. Maybe three and nine or something. <laughs> but maybe you have tried it, right? Um, um, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, it's highly possible since you've been in the holistic pharmacy picking everything you can off of the shelf. I actually recommend that you not just take it at night but during the day because we need to start to get your nervous system to be relaxed. It's not going to make you tired. It's going to get you to be relaxed and in a more comfortable space so that by the time you go to sleep and you take perhaps another one of these amino acids, you can fall off to sleep. So things like melatonin, they actually make you drowsy. And But this is an amino acid that doesn't make you drowsy. It relaxes your nervous system. Okay, but we don't know what that amino yeah, acid is. So what I'm going to have you do is just write into my website at energyintuitive.com, and I'll find it, and I'll email it to you. Oh, okay, okay thanks. Okay. So we need to get you to calm down throughout the day. One of the things that also helps people calm down their nervous system is like holy basil or rhodiola. Those are really great for calming down the adrenals and getting your body to relax. So here's the deal is you think, oh, I just need something to help me at night before I go to bed. But I think you need something all day long. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so you can get rhodiola in like a tincture and put it in your water or tea and just sip it all day long. Okay. okay. I mean, I have a really stressful job, so it makes sense. Well, and so really you should quit. 
I know. <laughs> I think this is part of, too, what creates your anxiety for you is you're very intuitive. You know a lot about yourself. You know a lot about other people. But you don't always take the risk that's necessary to make your life better. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I, no, I don't think I know. What to, <laughs> I wouldn't be calling if I knew what to do. Well, or, well, you do know what to do. You do know that you don't like your job and it's stressful and it's not making you happy and you're not resting. You do know. And and so I believe this is something I'm talking with my mentoring students over the last, you know, I started a little bit in March with my second year students and I'll be talking about it in April with my first year students about taking a risk. I can tell you that every decision I've made once I realized I was intuitive was the complete opposite of what my logical brain has told me and all the people who used to be my friends. And it has allowed me to have a very happy, fulfilled, and wonderful life. So you taking risk is an, is an absolute necessity if you want to be in aligned with the divine and to live a happy life. Yes. Okay? I, I am more of, I am like starting to um, look for other um, jobs that are less stressful within my field. Good. And then when, once you do that, I want you to work on what you really want to do. Oh, because kinda, that's, okay. Okay, you, you kind of know what it is? Yeah, but you told me that really wasn't my gift, so I don't I did? Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you feel enormous joy for it, don't listen to me, okay? You know, if you... If, well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't really know. Like, I mean, you say I'm intuitive, but I really, you, you know... You are. You are I don't see manifestations of it, like, in my everyday life. <laughs> okay, well, let me point out... Like, details. <laughs> like, what to <laughs> Well, do that's because, because you won't listen. So, so here's the deal. You already know that you shouldn't be doing the job that you're doing, but you've been doing it for... Tw- how long have you been doing this job? A long time. Okay. So that is an intuitive process, but you don't allow yourself to stay in intuition because you don't want to hear your intuition, and so you block it. But you are a very intuitive person. Here's a tip. Listen to your intuition all the way. You still get to do whatever the heck you want. That's, that's an important component about insight. You're an extremely intuitive person. Listen to it, but it doesn't mean you have to do what it says. Yes, you will start to make changes when you fully listen to your insight because it's going to explain things on an etheric, emotional, vibrational place that's going to light you up and get you inspired. But it doesn't mean you have to follow it. So listen, okay? Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling in. It's so sweet of you. Okay. Did you get anything with my right knee? Oh, so knees are about searching for things. Are you in a partnership? No. Yeah. So typically for women, the right knee is about looking for partnership. Right. That's kind of not happening. (laughs) Right. So uh, I'll give you my my quick little remedy for that, and then I'm going to jump to my next caller. Okay. Um, And that remedy is, is to feel as if you're already in that relationship. Okay. You know, anytime you want to manifest something, you want to feel physically, emotionally, and spiritually feel that whatever you want has already happened. You want to be in that vibration of that, you know, it's already here in your life. That's how we truly manifest because anything you can imagine has already been created in the cosmos and you want to be vibrating in alignment with that so it can just slip right into your life. Okay. You don't okay. have to do the work of all the dating and all that? Only if it makes you joyful. Okay. Okay? Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. Great job. She seemed a little impressed and also kind of taken back a little bit at the same time. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Well, I'm impressed. She's an incredibly mm-hmm. wonderful, beautiful human being. You know, again, we're so blessed by the people who call the show, as I am blessed by the people who take workshops and walk into the house. It's just 
you know, it's just an incredible joy for me. And you said knees are for searching? Searching, okay. yeah, yeah. So it, the, when you think of the kneecap, there's like headlights heading out all the time. I'm searching for things in I'm, the world. My, my headlight's out on one side. Oh, so. which side? It's been my left, you know, because I had knee uh-huh. surgery a while back. So, so so for a man who's heterosexual, it's about relationships as well. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks, you heard it here. Marie okay. Manu Cherry Show. If you want to join us, 877-825-8828. Our lines are uh, still open, and uh, they're filling up fast, as usual. And we did give away oh! the pair of tickets We've to a winner. We've got our fourth caller. We did, Who is we it? We will take her. Actually, right now, it's oh, Jennifer great. calling in from Snoqualmie. So congratulations, Jennifer. What's up? Hi. How are you? We're great. We're great. Congratulations, great. Jennifer. I was so... Baffled. I was amazed. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege. I really oh, appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. This this is a gift from East West Bookshop and the Center for Spiritual Living. They come together to coordinate these incredible events. And so this wow. is their gift um, that Yay. they gave to the show so that we could give it to you. And congratulations. Oh, We're so Thank happy you. for you. A sold-out event, and now you got a pair of tickets. And um, we, as I'm sure my assistant, Justine, said to you, we'll, we'll let you know how all that will happen. <laughs> awesome. I'm so thrilled. Thank Yay. you. It's such a privilege. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Great, great. Great. So what can I do for you? Um, I have a quick question. It's kind of about my son's behavior. He has kind of, I know he's so smart and he has so much energy, but like sometimes he gets a little aggressive and he's only four. So I understand, you know, he's still growing up, but it's kind of concerning to me because it's happening more frequently, um, this aggressive behavior. And I, I, I just don't know what to do. Well, and is this your first child? Yeah. Yeah. So probably he's going to just work his way out of it. You know, kids get frustrated and annoyed just like adults do, but they're smart enough to throw a temper tantrum where we don't. We just hold it inside of our bodies. And unfortunately, it can affect our organs and our anatomy and physiology. If you Mm -hmm. don't notice him, you know, moving through this, you know, an an improvement or somewhat in the next several months, Mm -hmm. some movement, I would recommend that you consider visiting Donna Gates' website. It's the Body Ecology diet. Uh-huh. And she has lots of really great information for kids. She works with all kinds of kids with all kinds of stuff going on. And she talks about how to help the gut get really healthy and um, all the different things that work well for the neurotransmitters. But I think this is a normal thing. And I know it's frustrating, especially for a first time mom. And it can be a little yeah. embarrassing too yeah, when you're totally. out in public. But every time I'm in a grocery store and I see a mom letting their kid lose it, I just say thank you. Because, you know, what a smart child to let that frustration out of their body rather than letting the anger fester inside and potentially affecting organs, you know, years and years and years down the road. So, Mm. yeah, so it's, it's good. In fact... One thing that might catch him is is if he's throwing a temper tantrum, you might throw one too because you have a lot of repressed anger. In fact, yeah. his um, temper tantrums are pushing your buttons because it's uncomfortable for you. You probably weren't allowed to do it. And, mm-hmm. and your body's going, do it, do it. And you're like, no, no, and don't let him either, no, you know. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you can get down on the floor and just kick and scream while he's doing it. He'll probably laugh and giggle and yeah. kiss you and hug you and all oh, of that. awesome. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll probably look a little silly, but I'll definitely uh, give it well, a try. Well, you know, I think looking silly is healthy. <laughs> I, I don't know a person who hasn't dramatically changed their life for the better, who hasn't appeared unique or off a little bit. You know, following the mainstream of life and making mainstream choices do not get us to our divinity and our magnificence. So yeah. I'm all for looking silly. I think it's a really good thing. 
Okay, I'll give it a go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It. You're welcome. And again, congratulations. Thank you for listening to the show, and we're really Thank happy. You. I'm so excited. Great. And you already gave your contact information to us? I did. I great. did. Great, Thank great, you. great. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Jennifer, and enjoy the falls out there. It's probably going to be a great day a gorgeous, for those. Yeah, and I'm going to be seeing Jennifer because I'm, I'm going to be going to the uh, beautiful workshop, too, as well. Nice. See? Hugs all around. Hugs all around. Wow. So, should we take another call? Let's sneak off to a quick break. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll be right back on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Reiki is an easy healing tool to help family members and even pets. Reiki is rapidly becoming a necessary and sought-after technique to help individuals find a deeper place of healing. Throughout this workshop, Marie will assist participants in understanding how to transmute health issues and to use intention to heal all areas of human life. Join Marie March 27th through the 29th, where she will happily share her theories, experiences, and provide readings for weekend participants. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you soar to new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Continue the conversation on Saturday, August 21st from noon to 5 at East West Bookshop and learn there is always a perfect choice. The power of knowing is within you. Relearning this natural skill set will help you throughout your lifetime. Spend the day with Marie Manucherry and infuse your choices with insight. For more information, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question 
and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2014. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and I'm taking your calls. Who do we have next? Yeah, and uh, apologies for the uh, abrupt little, <laughs> little pauses. Yeah, you know, I just like to you know keep things dramatic around here. So <laughs> <laughs> we're working with a new system. A so brand new system. my patience from me to all everyone listening out there. That's so adorable. I appreciate that. And from Bellevue, welcome to the show. What's going on? Oh, hi. I was calling in for the tickets, and I just... Oh, sorry, Anne. <laughs> um, but um, I thought I would um, um, ask about my career. Sure. I'm in the process of creating um, a new career for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm taking some risks, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just it's sort of a general reading um, for the spring and what you, um, what you see for me. Well, I already read your energy while we are in break. I drew out your uh, your chakras and all of that good stuff. You've got some leaking going on. Do you, do you have a recent loss, or is this job thing kind of a loss for you? Or because um, you've got um, relationship loss. Oh, okay, yeah, you've got leaking in your second chakra, your fifth, and oh. your first. And it's not huge amounts, but nevertheless, we've got three chakras leaking energy. So I'm sorry about your recent loss in the partnership arena. Um, but I'm sure it was a good decision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're in the middle right now between two eclipses. So we had an eclipse on the 20th of March. We're going to have one on April 4th. And when we're in this eclipse energy, the veil is very, very thin. So it's definitely time to listen to insight, the universe, trees, our, our internal intuition. And it also, um, because one of the eclipses, um, which is coming up, was in Libra, and, and we've had a lot of Libra eclipses uh, over the last couple of years. It has a lot to do with relationships. So we find people breaking up kind of left and right or people getting into really cool relationships that they weren't expecting. You know, all, all kinds of interesting shifts in relationships or bonds getting deeper. So relationships are kind of on fire right now. And again, we have the April 4th eclipse coming up. So um, I'm not surprised that you had a recent end to this relationship. So career-wise, what do you want to do? Um, work in the holistic health field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so that's going well. I feel oh, good. good about it. Oh, good. Good. Mm-hmm. So um, do you let yourself dream big about it? I do. Okay, good. Because I believe you, but I can't feel your energy about it. It's it's not really low, but it's not like, ha ah, you know? <laughs> okay. So can you give yourself permission to really expand your molecules so that you could can be in that very high love, 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 love energy. Whenever we're manifesting something, your love for it needs to be just so devotional and so high frequency, just like an athlete who wants to win a race, who's super excited, pumped up, can see it in their mind's eye. They're putting all their love and energy into it, right? That it's, you really want to invest your energy into this experience. Okay. It'll be a lot more successful. And I guess for the spring reading, I would just say, um, you know, tell your body often, maybe before you're going off to bed at night as you're falling asleep, that everything's fine, that you're safe, you're entering a wonderful time in your life, which is true. 
that there's more love available out there for you in the future. Just have a nice little conversation, just like if you were putting a little kid to bed who's having some angst about um, maybe a oh, a field trip and they're going to be far away from mom or something. You know, just be very gentle and kind to yourself. Tuck yourself into bed at night. Okay. Okay. Great. All I'll right. do that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. We're whipping right through all these callers, and I think <laughs> yeah. we have about time. Well, maybe one or two more. We'll uh, stick with uh, who's in the queue already. Is Alice calling in from, uh, I believe, Pennsylvania. So, great. Alice, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Hi Alice. There. How are y'all? <laughs> We're good. Thank you. How We're good. You? How are y'all? <laughs> I am fine. Thank you for taking my call. I um, Should I jump right in? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. I have a concern and would like you to look at my um, relationship with my mother and my relationship with my daughters. I think this is very pivotal for me, and I'm grinding my gears a little. You mean you're grinding your teeth? Oh, I've done that, (laughs) yes. There's onk, yes. Do you think that you're a little bit of a little controlling and a little bit of a perfectionist and you like things a certain way, do you think? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then I, then I give that up and have a hot mess. So then I go back to they need to do it my way. And so I've tried to shut that up. Yeah. And how old are you, your beautiful daughters? Oh, they're gorgeous. 31 and going to be 28. Yeah. So, so they're older. And yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, they felt like they were around my kids' ages. They're just off by yes. a couple years, right? Yes. So you've really got to let go of your idea. You just have to. You need to get on board with their ideas. You need to support them unconditionally. It's really important. And and they're a little pissed off at you because you weren't that way when they were younger. And granted, you're a wonderful mother and you're devoted and you're <sighs> loving. You are. You're a lovely mother. I and, could cry over that. Thank aww. you. I do feel like I didn't do a good job. Well, you did, I do. You did a great job. You kept them safe and warm and fed and healthy and you love them. I adore them. I know you do. And so, so part of this thing about, you know, you want them to do it a certain way, they take it as a criticism and they don't like it, right? So, right. so, so they have some resentment from when they were younger. And now yeah. that they're older and, and you kind of switch your, your process back and forth, they kind of, they're, they're just still frustrated. So I would stick to, don't go back to my way. Just stay on their way so that you can relax. They can relax into this new energy that you're wanting to have with them. And so that they start to trust that you really mean it because they don't believe you. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. I yeah. Do. And I want you to start looking in the mirror every single day, making direct eye contact and tell yourself that you're a wonderful mother because you are and you need to believe it. As soon as you believe it and feel it, they're going to respond to you differently too. You know, people respond to us based on how we feel about ourselves. Sure. So and I feel really bad about it. I, I feel bad about how I take care of my mother. I feel bad about how I took care of Your mom's my difficult. Girl. Your mom's difficult. So, you know, we've got this difficult woman thing going on in your family line. <laughs> yeah, she's formidable. We're yeah. grateful. <laughs> right. Of course, you're happy she's here and that she's your mom and all of that. But she's difficult. So don't work so hard to please her because, again, she's difficult to please, in my opinion. And um, tell yourself that you're a wonderful daughter, too. I think you need to... Be loving and kind and compassionate and delicious to you uh, so that you can um, start to recoup some positive frequency and vibration for yourself individually and from other people around you. Your kids love you. They just don't quite believe you yet. 
they're waiting. You know, they hear you supporting them, and then they're waiting for you to stop and go back to your old behavior. Yeah, and ask them why their sheets and towels don't match and that kind of <laughs> superficial Right. Perfectomania. Yes. Right. And, you know, some of those things just don't matter to some people. And, you know, you just need (sighs) to go back to that you adore your babies because in reality, you don't care if their sheets and towels match either. You want them to be healthy and happy. That's all you care about. And you want to love each other. That's the most important. You know how I do this often when I'm in my mind about I want something a certain way and I'm being self-critical to myself um, is I imagine that I'm on the other side that I've already died and I'm looking at the problem, and I ask myself, how important would it be once I'm on the other side? <laughs> and that usually wakes me out of it really quickly because when I'm on the other side, I'm not going to care at all. Okay. How does that feel when I make that suggestion? Ooh, I don't want to be known as the person that had the dusty house. Doesn't that sound just ridiculous? But, like, that inner reality creates outer reality? <laughs> what does that mean if I have a mess? means, well, it doesn't really matter. It's nobody's business what your house looks like. But if you were on the other side, you're not even going to think about dust. It's kind of like people will tell me after their loved one has passed and there's been a disagreement about the assets and the family and arguing and sometimes court cases, right? And they ask me, how does grandma feel about it? And I was like, grandma doesn't even think about the property she left you. She doesn't care who got the diamond ring. She loves all of you. And she wishes you stopped bickering about things because once you leave your body, the only thing that matters is love. And while we're here on the planet, the only thing that should matter is love. That's all that matters. It's the highest vibrational energy that we could embody in our body. It's the highest vibrational energy that we could give to other people. And nothing else matters. Thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Have a gorgeous day in Pennsylvania. And you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, this whole idea about love, mm-hmm. right? It, it is it's the, mysterious. <laughs> some loves can be kind of mysterious. Yes, most definitely. Right? Um, but it is transformational energy, mm-hmm. just like work. That's why when I talk to someone and I go, eh, you don't like your job, because they're not loving it. Yeah. And if you're not in a high vibrational energy, you're not attracting high vibrational energy. And it's actually creating a weakness in your energy system. It's not good preventative medicine. It's very, very challenging. So everything is about love. And that's why I ask people to take risks in their life. Because if you take an authentic risk that's aligned with love and joy and happiness, you're only going to win. Yeah, You're not going to lose. You're not even going to lose money. You're just going to make money in a different way. It'll still come into your life. It'll still feed your bank account. It'll still pay your mortgage, your insurance, all the things that you really need. But it, will, it may happen in a slightly different way, not the, you know, the way that you thought it would. As for me, it'd be the fear, like last week, <laughs> with all the new equipment that we got around here. I was just so scared, yeah. off the air, <laughs> who knows how many times, and it's all new. I felt like the new kid in class, right? But I got through the week. I'm moving on to week two. I'm still here, still getting paid, Absolutely. and I love my job. Still 100. percent Yeah. Well, and one of the great things about learning new things is actually good for your brain. It oh, prevents completely. Alzheimer's, uh, believe it yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's, it prevents dementia. And there are things in our life that we do need to learn, and sometimes we have resistance. A lot of people don't know this, but I went through seven assistants in less than a year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming. And, and I didn't know how, you know, the backbone of my business. I had a very capable person who took care of everything, and then that person left, and I didn't know how to run everything. And so I had to learn how to run everything eventually, which allowed me to then um, uh, to uh, 
you know, learn my business so I could actually train someone the way I want them to, to mm-hmm. work in my office. So so that was very challenging it's, and it was risky, you know, because sometimes phones weren't answered, emails weren't answered. Things weren't done appropriately for a while. But the boss while. was getting her hands dirty. Yeah, I got my hands you dirty. You did. You got and, down a little worker bee. And it feels really good right? to know what's going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right? So when challenging things are happening in your life, it it is really good for you. Try to find the positive of, of it. And why don't we go ahead and race to that last person sure, on the Sure, it's lines. either Angie or Angel. Think, either ooh. one. Which one is it? Is it Angie? <laughs> It's Angie. Hi, it is Angie. Angie. Thank you. I'm sorry. I couldn't Hello. read my screen very well. <laughs> and you're calling from Arlington, so in our yes. neck of the woods. That's lovely. What can I do for you? I had a question about my eyes. Uh-huh. What's going on? Um, my corneas are, like, separating. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's really interesting. Huh. And so, you know, some days my nursing information just leaves my body. <laughs> so can't they replace corneas? I think that's something that they can do, correct? I think they can. I think I, I think they can do like a transplant. Yeah, they do a transplant. Sure. Yeah, they do. Yes. Okay. Okay. But we want to know why this is happening, right? Yes? Is that correct? You want yes. to know? Right. Okay. So yeah. anything to do with the eyes is about not seeing yourself accurately. That means you have a false perception of who you are. And um, I have actually not the best vision in the world, uh, but my vision problems have stabilized quite a bit since I began to see myself differently as an intuitive, as a healer, um, as someone who can speak publicly and hold her energy. As, as I become conscious of my natural gifts and abilities, my eyesight has become stable. So that's really what it's about, believe it or not. So the, the, so the fact that the cornea is separating, I'm saying that you have a vast, a vast misperception of who you are. Oh, what do you think about that? I think it's interesting. (laughs) I mean, I've been doing a lot of, you know, work, um, inner work and whatnot. So it's interesting that I still have such a, you know, inaccurate perception. Well, in in a way, it's a compliment. It means that the person who you are is like phenomenal. And you keep holding yourself in a little box going, no, I'm, I'm only this. I'm only this. This is all I can be. This is it. This is enough. And the universe is going, no, you are outstanding. Hmm. So I want you to, you know, step inside your body and ask, please show me whatever's in the highest good of who I truly am. And I want you to ask that every day and start to get to know yourself and allow the universe to show you your, your omnipresence. Okay. Okay. I can do that. I know. I know you can. (laughs) And, And when you feel fear, because you will, I want you to tell yourself that you're safe and everything's okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. And thank you for tuning in early and catching Deepak's visit with us in the studio. And I will see many of you on April 10th as I head off to the future of wellness and listen to Deepak, along with Jennifer, who won yes, the congratulations tickets. Yeah, to congratulations to her. And I will be teaching a Reiki workshop. If you've decided that's something you like to do this weekend, you can go to energyintuitive.com. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.